0: Welcome to the STEM Network podcast. Today we'll be speaking with Natalia Whitlock about the next-gen science standards in a public school. Okay, so here I am with Natalia Whitlock from Schofield Magnet Middle School. She's an eighth-grade science teacher. And uh, Natalia, just tell me what your sort of general impression of the NGSS is as it relates to its impact on your teaching.
1: Well, this year we implemented our first NGSS unit And I found that even though the process took a lot longer, having students observe a phenomenon and then through activities learn how to explain what they noticed and what they saw um, really brought value to what they learned and their understanding in the fact that they had to pretty much piece together the pieces of the puzzle to help create a better model of their phenomenon. By the time they were done so initially for instance we had students um, read a like a conversation a student from Stanford was having with a student in China and Australia and they were realizing their seasons were different the timing was different and so we at that point had students draw some sort of model to represent why that happened and a lot of students didn't know that the earth was tilted you know that we rotate and all those things so through activities They slowly went back and revisited their models, made modifications, and by the time the unit was done, they had a perfect representation of that phenomenon that they discovered through their conversation with those three students.
0: That sounds great. I mean, it sounds like more authentic science teaching.
1: Absolutely. It really makes the students look at their world differently, I think. You know, things that they experience all the time instead of just saying to them, oh, we have time zones because, we just started off with, you know, what do you notice happens every day? Like they notice that the sun goes, you know, it rises and sets. Well, why does they do? Why does that happen? Um, so we take those little things and and really built upon this whole model of rotation and how long we rotate. What would happen if our axis were tilted differently? You know how that would impact seasons. So having them understand how our Earth worked, it let us lead very nicely into our next unit where we started talking about other planets. Wow. And you really can't have an understanding what it might like be like on another planet and what their day-night cycle would be like without having a true understanding and being able to explain why we experience that here on our own planet.
0: Cool. Now, we use, uh, in Stanford, the LabAIDS Up um, curriculum. Mm-hmm. And so it, it, we're starting to see NGSS kind of... Creep in there, or or, and me, you know the basis of the CEPUP curriculum is very much like NGSS. But what are some things that could be challenging about shifting to the NGSS model, as opposed to what would be considered traditional science teaching?
1: Sure, um, I think it requires students to take a, a risk. You know, a lot of students aren't willing to put something on paper that they're not sure of. Um, so that was one thing we had to keep encouraging kids when they were making their initial models. Is it it might not be correct you know but we want you to try to represent what you can knowing what you know um and once they kind of got through that hurdle they were willing I think a little more to take those risks but a lot of students are afraid to be wrong you know that's why a lot of kids don't participate in class they don't want to have the wrong answer so our models were you know public they were hung up around the room everyone got to see them they visited other tables and critiqued and analyzed other models as well so I think it got them to be a little more comfortable with themselves and also had them learn how to nicely critique other people's work and how to have a good dialogue and provide constructive criticism and it's really a process of learning from each other, Great. you know.
0: Now, now I, I know I'm kind of a fan of it. It sounds like you're a fan of the NGSS. I am, yes. So how, how, but what just, what's your feeling about in general in Stanford because you meet with other science teachers? Um, is, is it something that's being sort of embraced, do you think, or?
1: Um, I think there is a little pushback. I think only because time is always of a constraint, mm, you know. Yeah. Um, but I also think it. T- t- teachers need to be a, a little more willing to let kids explore more, you know, and kind of take a seat back and just have these questions where you're prompting the kids to kind of further their explanations, but without, like, sometimes you just want to tell them the answer, you know, and then just move on. Um, so it takes a little more patience and a little more... Um, flexibility, I think, on the teacher's part and letting the students kind of lead the class and lead right. the discussions.
0: Great. Well, well, thank you very much for letting me You're take... You're
1: welcome. It's been a what pleasure. Is it? Four
0: minutes and 52 <laughs> seconds of your planning time. Uh, we really appreciate it and uh, the kids are lucky to have you and um, we'll talk again sometime soon. Take care. Right. Thank you so much. <laughs>